Hi everyone, my name is Elin and I'm 26 years old from Sweden. I grew up in a city called Uppsala. It's close to the capital of Sweden, which is Stockholm. And I grew up in a little town with my mom, dad, and my biggest sister. I used to be an elite gymnast. And I started with gymnastics when I was three years old. And training has always been the best thing I know. So training was a very important part of my life when I grew up, and it still is. So training almost every day since I was three years old. Yeah, then I just wanted to continue to challenge myself and become the best version of me. I grew up in a little city or town out of Stockholm. Since I started with gymnastics when I was three, I did like all different kind of sports. So I did gymnastics, I did basketball, I did football, soccer, I played tennis dancing. I did all kinds of sports, so I was very active as a kid, and I still am. My mom and dad loved to travel and see new places, so it was school, training, and traveling. My mom and dad was always supporting me with my training, so they took me to all different places so I could do what I loved. So training, so I could have three different trainings in one day. So it was from dancing to gymnastics to horse riding. And my mom was really supporting and my dad as well. Gymnastics on horses is a very different sport. And not many people know about it because it's not that big. So you do gymnastics and acrobatics like cartwheels, handstands, backflips on a horse because running. So <laughs> it's almost like circus. But it's actually a sport where you can compete in world championships, European championships, and yeah, it requires a lot of strength, flexibility, artistics. It's almost like a mix between dancing, horseback riding, and gymnastics. I wanted to become the world champion, so I was training so hard for my goals and dreams. And I also wanted to inspire other people because I wanted to share how much training helped me through when I grew up. Like training was the best thing I knew. And I wanted other people to feel the same that training made me feel. So when I was little, I always felt different. Like it was something wrong with me because I was not like everyone else. I was always positive. I was outgoing. I was active. And I was always the one saying, oh, look at this, this is so good and great. And I'm gonna do this when I grow up. And I had dreams and goals and I was ambitious and I did what I needed to get what I wanted. And that was not really accepted when I grew up. So I was the outsider. I became the one that people didn't invite to parties and who people didn't really want to hang around with. So training helped me getting through that because even if I maybe didn't have the closest friends, I still had training to go to where I was accepted. I was great at it and that was kind of my saving. I would say I was bullied when I was a kid because I was different and I prioritized training, which was strange for many people. They were like, why do you get up 7 a.m. on a Saturday? For me, it was like not a big deal because I wanted to become the world champion. So that's what I did. 
I started with this crazy sport when I was 11, and I became the Swedish and Nordic champion. And when I was 18, I was at my peak. Like, my goal was to become the world champion. But then at a training just before the season, we were training a new horse who got scared and kicked me off. It went so quick, so I didn't even have time to react. So I just flew up in the air and landed on my neck. I was actually awake the entire time, and the doctors say that my pain threshold actually saved my life because I should have been unconscious, and then I wouldn't be sitting here today. My muscles saved my life because the muscles protected my neck in the fall and after until I got to the hospital where they treated me and took care of me. People have asked me to explain the pain. I can't even find words to explain it because it's like, yeah, I've been through pain before, but nothing like this. It's like a burning pain from the top of your head all the way to your toes and it feels like it's burning through your spine. I panicked and I was screaming and I couldn't stop screaming because the pain was so intense. When it happened, when I landed on my neck, my reaction was to get up quick again because when you do this extreme sport, you're good at falling. You've been practicing for years to fall. So when I flew off, my reaction was to get up again, but I couldn't. So I was just sitting like, frozen on the ground and somewhere I thought, okay, this is really, really bad. So when this happened, I could never think of breaking my neck because for me, breaking your neck is the same as being dead. Like I didn't think you could survive a broken neck. So when the doctors come to me and say, after the x-ray and say, I, I have fractured neck, I didn't understand what he was saying. I'm like, what do you mean? Your neck is broken and it's a miracle you're still breathing and that you're alive. And I was just laying there and like, what is he talking about? And my first question is actually, when will I be able to do a handstand again? When can I be able to train again? And he was like, we don't even know how your future looks like. We don't know if you will be able to live an active life. Uh, you should just be happy if you can ever walk again. And for me, that was just like a nightmare to hear. I couldn't really take it in. So for me, I was like, no, I'm not gonna listen to what he's saying. I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna be the world champion. I don't care what the doctor says. So I kind of wanted to do the impossible possible. I have had times when I just wanted to give up. It took me six months in bed, not being able to move. That was like the hardest period of my life. But I was super active. I was practicing seven hours a day, some days. And then the next day I couldn't do anything. So for me, it was a life changing moment and I just needed to deal with it. And for me, what saved me was that I am really curious and I started to read a lot about the body and the mind and how much you can actually affect your brain 
that's when I started to understand that I wanted to work more with people and the brain and the body and how everything works together. So I started to search for people who've been through similar situations and that they made the impossible possible. And I wanted to be one of those people. I started to read a lot, read about the body, the mind, the brain. And also that's when I found different educations like TAFE Queensland, where you can become a personal trainer and health coach. Australia is an amazing place for international students to come and study. Queensland boasts incredible beaches, tropical islands, rainforests, and over 200 national parks to explore. And with more than 50 campuses, and over 180 programs on offer. That became one of my biggest dreams and goals at that moment. Okay, I need to get through this hell because I'm going to move to Australia as quick as possible. I'm going to live there and I'm going to educate myself so I can use this experience and knowledge to help others. My doctors didn't really know about my plan because they were only saying, okay, one day at a time, one day at a time, don't get your hopes up because we don't know. Like this is a serious damage and don't rush it. But I just didn't listen. I know it might sound silly, but for me, I feel like I know my body. And I was like, I'm not gonna listen to what other people say about what I can or cannot do. And it's kind of from when I grew up when people were telling me like, oh, you will never become the Swedish champion. You will never reach your goals. Who do you think you are? So when I was bullied, so that was something that like I had in my backpack. So when the doctor said things like, no, 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 no. You will not be able to move to the other side of the world. No, you will not be the world champion. If you ever want to do a sport again, it will probably be chess, but nothing active. Uh, so for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to make do the opposite. I'm going to follow my own training schedule and do my own plan. So that's what I did. When I started to feel better, it was a long process. It took probably two years until I was a normal human being again, <laughs> I would say. Uh, but during that time when I was recovering, I got a job offer to be the national coach of Australia's national team in equestrian vaulting. In the sport, people knew about my accident and that I was trying to recover. But people also understood that to get back being an active athlete myself would be like a miracle. So they offered me jobs as a trainer instead. So I took that job and moved to Australia and they helped me with the visa and um, a place to stay and people to hang around with. So I did my job there and I was there for six months and they ended up at the world championships and they did a really good job. But at that point, I was not being the best version of me. It took so much seeing everyone else do the sport that I loved. It was kind of too close to the accident. So I hadn't had time to process my own feelings and the emotional part of losing my dream of becoming the world champion. So I took it really hard. And then I kind of had a breakdown. The best 
for me at that point was to move back to Sweden, get professional help, and to really fix myself. When I moved back to Sweden, I was going through depression, post-traumatic stress, and I needed to work on myself and, yeah, just take care of everything I've been just pushing away for so long. That's actually the best decision I made so I could get rid of my feelings and emotions and not letting them stop me through life. So I was home for about a year. I saw a psychologist. She helped me just to like give me tools how to deal with my emotions and my feelings. Actually, I've become really strong in myself and somehow I'm actually happy that the accident happened. Not happy because the pain I went through and my family went through is like terrible and I don't wish anyone that, but it made me who I am. And it's the hardest part and times in your life that made you who you are and it makes you appreciate life even more and you get to see life from different perspectives and so without the accident I wouldn't be the one I am today so I'm somehow thankful it happened. I write a lot about feelings and emotions on my blog today breakitandyoumakeit.com which I realized helped many people because we go through a lot in life and I want to share my story to be able to help others. 2015, in the end of that year, I moved in December and started at TAFE Queensland in the beginning of 2016. And when I got off the plane in Australia, I was almost starting to cry because I was so happy that I actually reached one of my goals, like one of my biggest goals that no one thought would ever be possible just a couple years earlier. So I felt like a winner just stepping off the plane. And then to just meet all the happy, positive people, it was like, wow, I really belong here. I've always felt different in Sweden and that no one really understood me because I'm a positive person, I felt like everyone in Australia was similar. And that was a really amazing feeling to be accepted for who you are. And people are curious about you, your dreams. They want to help you. And I belong in Australia. When I got to Australia, I actually wanted to try living in a student accommodation just because I thought it would be a really cool experience close to Tafe Moloba. And I got some friends there, but it was a lot of partying and I'm not the typical party girl because I was there during the fitness course. So I just stayed there for like a couple of months and then I found an apartment and got a flatmate and she was just the best like she was a surfer and she introduced me to surfing which made me decide that I wanted to do the surfing part of the course the first day of school I was a little bit nervous but in a happy way and I was like oh finally I'm gonna study something I love I wanted to learn more about the body, about 
training about how to help people to live the best possible life. So I was actually in school earlier than we started and I went home after we finished. So I wanted to learn as much as I could. And the teacher was just so helpful. And they were like, oh, wow, you want to learn something more? Well, read this and this and this. So they were really helpful and they were also so positive and they wanted us to become the best trainers we could be. And I made clear for them that I'm going to do this for a living. So I'm going to be the best trainer I can. So they gave me the possibility to make that happen. Why I chose to move to Australia and study at TAFE Queensland was because when I was in bed and searching for different kind of educations, this education came up as top three ranked in the world. And I could have become a personal trainer in Sweden, but I wanted to go to one of the best educations in the world because I didn't want to be just a personal trainer. I wanted to become one of the best. I was deciding between America and Tape Queensland. And since I had this dream to live in Australia, it was an easy choice. I really enjoy living in Mooloolaba because it was like so easygoing, the lifestyle. You didn't even need to look out and see what kind of weather it was in the morning. You just woke up, it's always warm and sunny. A really nice atmosphere. You had your favorite cafes. I got up at 4.30 in the morning, went to the beach, went for a surf, then I went to the gym, had a PD client, and then school, and then you go to the beach. It's just the lifestyle. It's so easygoing. Now it's still dark, and it's like 8 a.m. in the morning here in Sweden, and <laughs> I just miss it so much. My personal training course at TAPE was one year. I enjoyed the course so much. I didn't want it to finish. I actually asked the teachers if I could do it again. <laughs> and I decided to go back to Sweden in 2017. I gave my business Break It and You Will Make It a chance in Stockholm. But my plan was to get back to Australia as quick as possible. But then my business was going so well in Sweden. It's mostly personal training. I do a lot of motivational speaking as well. A lot of blogging, writing. I actually went through applying for a different kind of jobs at gyms. But it was always like, okay, we do it this way. You have to train your clients this way. And this is our rules. And I was like, but I've learned this at TAFE in Australia. I want to do it this way and this way. So it was actually quite easy decision to start working for myself. TAFE has helped me so much in the career I have now. To promote yourself as a personal trainer, everyone started to say, why do people want to train with you? What do you have that not other trainers have? And for me, it was, I'm different. I have my story, but also I've been taking a course at TAFE Queensland, which is ranked top three in the world. So that was actually something that people could see. And they were like, oh, wow, okay, she knows what she's talking about. So just to have it, not only for what I've learned, but also to have it on my CV.
My plans for the future is to continue to build my businesses and to keep challenging myself and to inspire and motivate people to live the best possible life and to follow their dreams, which I am doing. So my next dream is to be able to live wherever I want in the world. I want to continue to work on my online businesses. I want to do more motivational speaking online and in real life. I definitely want to go back to Australia. My advice to people who are thinking about going to Australia and study at TAFE Queensland is I know it feels scary, but if you have it in your mind and you've been thinking of it, you should do it. Don't let your fear stop you from doing it because everything will work out. Going to the other side of the world, it could be the best choice you ever do because you learn so much from getting out of your comfort zone. Just do it. It's a challenge, but it will also give you memories for life. You will get so much out of it. If you've enjoyed this story and want to explore studying at TAFE Queensland, visit us at tafequeensland.edu.au. Click on the international tab at the top of the page. That's tafeqld.edu.au.